Hi, it's J.B. Hager, co-host of Lance Armstrong's The Move podcast and longtime radio host. And for the past few months, I've been working on recording a new monthly podcast series produced by ShipStation that spotlights the founding stories, struggles, and successes of entrepreneurs in e-commerce. From apparel brands that grew out of social activism, like Urban Native Era. I was visiting and looking for a Native group on campus. There wasn't any at the time. And it just dawned on me that a lot of people just don't know about Indigenous people. And with that, I started to follow different movements and become aware of these issues that were happening in the community. And there was one in particular that happened in 2012. It was called Idol No More. It's a movement that started in Canada and that reached me in San Jose. And I wanted people to know about this issue. And I wanted people to stand with them in Canada where their their rights were being infringed upon. And then I started to just post that on Facebook and it gained a lot of traction. And for me, it really meant that people want to hear about these issues they want to support. And yeah, that's how it, it really started. And then the business part came after, you know, fashion has a huge influence in our society. Film has a huge influence in our society. And that's how people learn. And we all learn differently and in different ways. So I thought about taking this clothing aspect and not knowing too much about clothing. I remember picking up um, like a sewing needle in eighth grade by a friend um, who was like teaching uh, people after class. And that was like my kind of introduction to fashion. And then later on, just kind of, you know, went with it. We talked to some amazing and interesting people, real true entrepreneurs, to brick and mortar shops that have expanded into celebrity endorsed multi-channel brands like Milk and Honey. And I'm also not a huge risk taker. I think a lot of people think entrepreneurs are risk takers. What I think is a lot of entrepreneurs are okay with deferred gratification, you know, and, and, and waiting and having some level of uncertainty. But many days, like in the early days, when I was working the front desk, I was folding laundry, I was running payroll on top of a, you know, the washing machine, the one washing machine that we had in our back of house of our first, you know, tiny little location. And there were a lot of times that I had, you know, doubts and, um, you know, white knuckling payroll, right? Where I was, you know, mailing checks out, you know, making sure there were postmark on time, but, you know, checks that I would say would have um, wired electronically were now going in the mail to be sure that I could just have those like extra few days. So there was a lot of white knuckling. For me, one of the motivations of growth is that the bigger we become, though it may sound counterintuitive, the more stable I feel our business is. You know, there's, if one location is doing great or we have an issue, um, it can help kind of support the others. And as we you know, start launch new locations, you know, they're, they're a drain on our resources, but having more locations has really made us, you know, feel a little more stable and not quite as, um, you know, just like biting our nails, you know, wondering what's going to happen. So yes, like many, many days, many sleepless nights, many days where I did everything from cleaning the toilets in the spa, like I said, to rolling the towels and booking appointments. And obviously I don't do those things anymore, but you know, every entrepreneur does what you have to do, you know, in the beginning. Each day, thousands of people across the world commit to pursuing their dreams and starting their own business. And most, if not all, of these e-commerce businesses face challenges along the way. Am I ready to scale my brand internationally? 
How do I use social media to foster brand recognition and increase sales? Or how can I efficiently manage and brand across multiple marketplaces and online selling channels? And who better to learn from than those who've tackled the tough questions already? Next week on April 5th, join us for the launch of Get Ship Done, where we'll continue conversation with Stephanie Duncan of Harmony Harvest and how she, her sister, and her mom started and grew their family business in the height of COVID through a lot of grit, innovation, and of course, fun in the flower fields. So we wanted to make a company that was us, that felt like us, that we could stand behind because as a business owner, you're going to pour all your heart, soul, everything you got into this thing. So we wanted to make sure that it represented who we were to our core. If you look at Instagram, you know, let's talk about Instagram for a second. So Instagram, flower farming is like a whole thing on Instagram. But if you look it up, like it's a bunch of pretty stuff, right? And that's great. But we're not models, okay? And we accepted that and we're okay with it. And the other thing too is that like we do have fields and fields of flowers, but we're cutting them at an early stage. So it's not, if you show up, we always tell people, if you show up to the farm and there's like fields and fields and fields of like blooming flowers, we're in trouble. We don't really have, like, that's just not us. Like we're not this wooey, pretty thing. And so we really kind of embrace that. We're like, well, we're like the compost bin, you know, of flower farming on Instagram. Okay. Like that's where we are. Cause that's where the good stuff is. And we just started being ourselves. And it's like me and my sister being stupid, you know, like back in the day when we were little, we used to, uh, you know, play gymnastics together. And I was always Christy Yamaguchi, which is hilarious because she was not a gymnast, but that's who I was as a gymnast character. Um, and, you know, we would just like we lived in the country. So it was really just us and we would play together. And that's really what we're doing now. Like we work really, 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 really hard. And like social, it's our time to play. And we love it. Like, we just love to play. We have a, such a great time doing it. And I think that's, you know, maybe why, you know, why people, you know, gravitate towards it is because it's genuine fun. You know, we're just having a good time. We have to. This is really hard work. Uh, farming, owning a business, working with family. It's full of a lot of, you know, tacks and nails and sharp things to, to that that you have to work through and be careful of. That when we have the moments, we take those moments and we have fun and we want everybody to feel fun and we want everybody to feel like I can relate to that because, oh, I have a sister. Or, oh, yeah, me and my mom are super tight like that. Or, oh, I like that kind of flower, too, or whatever it is. And, and the whole idea is that farming is not just for, you know, men and overalls. Flowers are not just for florists. And genuine joy is not just for those who find it like anybody can have it during each episode we'll chat with ceos founders and small business owners about their flourishing e-commerce brands and discover how they successfully turned their online selling dreams into reality my hope is that these candid conversations will inspire and inform current and future entrepreneurs around the world whether you have a business idea are just starting to build your brand, or looking for perspective on how others have tackled similar issues. These stories will motivate you to push harder, dig deeper, and get ship done. I hope you'll join us.